Welcome and welcome back to I Think I Love My Life. I'm April, your host, and you are rocking with me. This podcast is for you if you understand that you are the only obstacle standing in the way of your business success and your personal growth. So how can we be better, do better, have better? That is the question we will be attempting to answer one episode at a time, brick by beautiful brick baby dolls. So today we are talking about losing momentum which is a fancy phrase for keep starting and then stopping, AKA keep giving up on yourself, AKA keep giving up on your dreams. I don't know about you, but this shit is getting boring, right? Like it's literally boring me, or maybe it's not boring. Maybe it's exciting as to the reason why I keep doing it. Starting, stopping, believing in myself today, then spending the next six days believing that I'm probably just delusional and then on the seventh day I might believe in myself today and might like go hard and I think the question here is why do we take two steps forward and then eight steps back and then sit down and binge trap queen episodes okay that's just me but you get what I'm saying why do we make like some progress and then proceed to just burn it all down and put it in the trash? Well, let me tell you about the first podcast that I started, the little podcast that could, right? I decided I wanted to start a podcast a few months ago. The plan was to create a hundred episodes. I wasn't concerned about like subscribers and all the vanity metrics and all the foo-foo-la. I just wanted to create 100 episodes. And I knew, like I know for a fact, or maybe I'm just really overconfident about this, but I feel like with that amount of episodes, even 25, that I'm going to learn something and I'm going to grow just as a person, as a woman, as a, like, it's gonna, it, I feel like it's gonna be good. So that's, that was the meaning of the goal for, you know, something internal just to, to feel like I'm doing something. And also just, again, to get that growth to, and to learn something new. And I just thought it would be cool. Right. So I did it. I chugged along. I had lots of fun. I learned about podcasting, made like 10 episodes, and then stopped. I just stopped. So what happened? So what had happened was the original idea for the podcast was like super niche. Now I knew this going in. Like even before I recorded the first episode, once I got to that 10th episode, I was still on the fence about it. So up front, listen to your intuition just because it's probably right. Um, But I knew going in that this was very niche. That's not a big issue if your niche is something that you're passionate about. Niching is a good thing, right? Like if you start a podcast or write a book about beauty, right? Just beauty. You're talking about 
You're talking to like everybody, which means you're talking to nobody, right? But if you are starting a podcast or writing a book or have a website that targets women 25 to 45 who are black and have 4C type hair, now you have a niche, right? You have a group, a, a, a subset of a group of a category and you actually have an audience that could be a very authentic audience because they it's a specific type of person that is going to come read that blog or read that book right so I knew I wanted to talk about personal development and target people that were interested in personal development um but it's a huge field so because you can literally improve yourself in plenty of ways right you can exercise you can you know read books you can go to seminars you can go live in the mountains with the monks like it's so many ways that you can get better or become better right so when I thought about personal development I thought about my background and I said well for me fatherlessness was a thing right I was daddyless daughter and I said cool you know what I'm saying like my dad was an addict, basically couldn't be there with the family. And it really, really, really impacted my life from the time I was like 10 up until I was 30. Like it was a whole movement and shaping of my life. Like I was daddy's little girl in my head. But, and I was waiting for my dad to fix himself so that he would be okay. And if he was okay, then I could be okay. And I did that for, until I was about 30. And one day, yeah, I'll tell you that story. But I say all that to say, I, I, I thought maybe I'll talk to those, those women um, and build a community around that. Um, because I had went through bouts of depression and suffered with anxiety and I don't think I've ever felt safe, like ever. But again, I said, well, why not just talk to women that are like me, right? That are on a mission to heal and to grow, right? And to do big things. And while it sounds like a wonderful premise, the crux of it, the foundation I felt that was holding that up or that would hold that up were conversations about trauma, anxiety, depression, low self-worth, low self-esteem, attachment theory, right? Uh, emotionally absent parent kind of stuff. And I don't have a lot against talking about those things because that's the way that I maintain my healing but as a whole, as a whole woman, as a whole person, that is only part of me. So of course, that's going to come across this microphone, right? That's going to come inside this podcast because it's me, right? It's a, it's a, it's a part of me and shaped, you know, and shapes who I am now. Like I still have daddy issues, but again, that's not 
everything that I am. So I thought about my life as a whole and that part of me and, you know, other chapters in my life and other things that I've done. And I said, I want to do something that combines who I was then and who I am now, right? Just those, my personal growth journey and struggles right now, trying to build a new thing, start a business, create, like just that, that, that act of creating and going through those personal growth struggles as everything, as a woman, at being black, right? As a mother, um, having being fatherless, all of it, just everything that I am. So that's why I felt like that, um, that idea was, was a little, was constricted. That's how I felt in that niche. I didn't feel expansive. It didn't feel expansive for me. Not could be, it could have been, I could just be being dramatic about it, but I just didn't feel expansive in it. I felt like I was living in my past and I didn't want to live there anymore. Right. So I kind of, I want to bring it along. I want to encompass it. I want to go over it, but I didn't want it to be the whole thing. So I decided go back to the drawing board. I'm going to come up with a new idea, do something else. And I thought that I could just jump out of that and jump into something else. Apparently I'm not a superhero, right? Like I can't just, right. I, I'm just human. I, I just found out I'm human. It's crazy, but I found it very difficult to just jump into a new idea right away and just go full force. So the reason why I'm telling you this story is because you have to understand it's okay to stop. It's okay to slow down and it's okay to change your mind. But those acts, those decisions will affect your momentum. Like in physics, the decision, the decision is the force that's against the thing that will slow you down. Right. But the slowdown is not the end. Right. Cause one thing about momentum, it won't stop until something comes against it. And for me, that coming against was just the thought of, I want to do something else like this, but in another way, boom, it slowed me down and it will slow you down. But the only thing about it is it kind of feels, it's that good old feeling of feeling like you're giving up on yourself again, that you're giving up on another project. And I feel like the only way to land safely into your next big thing is just become highly self-aware and define what's happening. Make sure that you remind yourself that you are not, that you are just not choosing to pursue this thing and that you're choosing, that you're choosing to lose momentum because you are going to lose momentum. Um, and to also not make this a victim thing like this happened to me, Right see it as a decision you made consciously, right? Like it helps to be like, I made this decision to stop this project 
because I'm going to go ahead and try something else right now that I feel is speaking to me a little bit more and kind of take charge of that decision and don't fall into it like, oh, it's happening again. It's happening again. Not I'm happening. I'm making this happen. I'm stopping this so I can start something else. Because honestly, we got this. Like, we got this. We are on a journey and it's going to be some false starts. And all of that is okay. For me, I think about all of the businesses and projects that I abandoned and whatever reasons I abandoned them for. And my go-to is just to remind myself of how decisive I and indecisive I am, right? How old I am, all of my responsibilities, all my sensibilities, how much I spent on learning. And now I'm changing my mind again. So those are kind of thoughts that like eat at me. But then I think, but what if something, what if it was something, right? That was way deeper than me just changing my mind or changing my idea. That's the real issue. Like, that's what I think about. That's when I start to overthink. I'm like, well, what if it was the fact that you're trying, that you're self-sabotaging again? So, okay, so say my podcast concept switch was an act of self-sabotage. Why would I do that? Why is it that when we have a good thing going, we all of a sudden stop and say, you know, I'm going to do something else. In my next episode, the conversation is going to be around the self-sabotage and a few reasons why we do that and how we can go ahead and stop. Like just knock it off because we are complete. Please rate, review, and share and head over to my links. See you in the next pod. Bye. Thank you.